The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. What's good, what's good, what's good? Merry, merry, merry Christmas Eve. Absolutely. It's Christmas Eve over in Chicago, so we're starting to get some snow soon. Jay Diesel, what's up, baby? What's going on, man? Uh, I haven't seen snow in a long time, so I'm ah, happy ah, in Chicago. Now you on my side of the block now, player. Hey, you can have your side of the block. I've had about 30-something years of this. And uh, I, I'm ready to go back <laughs> after so I spent some time with my family. It's so funny, you know, spending all that time up there with you guys over the weekend. Uh, if y'all don't know, you know, last weekend was my birthday and I was my 40th. And, you know, my friends, my wife, my awesome wife just, you know, set it out really just just amazing. We did all kind of crazy things and fun things. And it was great. Now we're getting ready for the Christmas Christmas uh, holiday. Yeah, and for me, is you know, this is the first time in seven years I, I've been home for a Christmas Eve, which is something like is a big deal for our family. We play right. I Gotcha and or Who Got It and all that, and just being having the time to spend with my nieces and nephews. In fact, uh, my unofficial man cave location today is in my nephew's bedroom. I mean, man, um, wow, that's a that's dude, a, is that upgrade upgrade? Dude, uh, man cave? I'm looking at his bedroom. It's the size of almost my master. I mean, seriously, this dude ha- has his own bathroom and everything. And so mm-hmm. I have him and my niece, uh, Tali, with, uh, in fact, you guys want to say hi? Say hi to everybody. Oh, hi. They're <laughs> <laughs> all shy. Okay, so they're, they're joining in. I brought the ki- I brought the kids into the man cave today. Hey, right? man, it don't matter as long as they're having fun in the cave, man. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Man, so man, let's get started. You know, it's just not let's not waste any more time because this this week was amazing. I had a, I, I really enjoyed watching football this week. It was some 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 upsets. It was some stuff that I saw that I was like, really, like I mean, what 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 stood out for you, bro? Well, I guess I'll go into the one that obviously uh, we look at Chicago mm-hmm. and in famous words of Dennis Green. Mm-hmm. They are who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and even with the the stomping, the leg stomping, Detroit. I thought Detroit would actually uh, blow them out, so I was surprised that it wasn't a, a larger deficit between the two. You know, I wasn't I wasn't surprised. I didn't I didn't think they were going to blow them out. I thought I thought it would be a, a decent game. I thought you know the weather was great. You know, Jimmy Jimmy's been sitting, his legs have been good. He's he's been healthy, and you know it was a different you know person driving the car. I thought everybody was just kind of a little bit more laid back, relaxed. I said there's no pressure, and they kind of played like that. And then you know it just it started getting rough and rowdy, and then you know Jimmy Clausen forgot 
how you know how 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 good it is to sit that bench because I mean now he's out with a concussion and now we back to back to square Cutler. <laughs> hey, Clawson <laughs> didn't know they had bad intentions out there. <laughs> Man, he didn't yeah. know who he he forgot about Adamakin too. Like, did you remember that that's who you was playing against? Because they come with it and Detroit came with it hard. And you know, being the team that they are, they end up you know, no one was surprised. You know, no one no one at the at Soldier Field was surprised. Yeah. Now, did you ever get a chance to uh, check out the San Fran game? Oh my gosh, dude! You know what? I, I you know, you and I, our, our mutual friend Luciano is a, is a real good friend, our, our fan of the Forty ers man. And I, I can't see besides the, the Chicago Bears, New Orleans Saints, the Forty ers have got to be the most disappointing team this year. Like they can't. It's 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 sad. You know, you you know, and I'm a big deal about you know. Guys out there, you know, getting that extra money on the, you know, outside of playing football, you know, Caps getting his money, you know, doing all the commercials and endorsement deals. But then when you see them come and stink it up like that, I mean, you got Cap doing that. You got you got RG3, you know, you got these guys, you know, making this money. Manziel, you know, they, they're going out and they're making all these their brand names out there. But before you get a brand name, you got to get a brand that's actually performing on the field. Well, in defense of those guys. They got the brand, well, with the exception of RG3, he got it because of where he was drafted and being the Heisman Trophy winner. But, so uh, but yeah, but at least with Colin, I mean, he's been to NFC Championship games, you know, yeah. and, and RG3, his rookie year, he set, he set things on fire. Let's give him credit. It's just yeah. after that, you know, I don't know if he's become – you know, damaged goods, but that's all another story. It's difficult to watch the 49ers, dog, because it's like you see all that talent on it. You got you you got one of the most elite running backs in the game, you know, with Frank Gore, and you guys go away from running the ball. You know, it's, it, it reminds me of sitting here, you know, watching a Bears game. You got one of the elite running backs, Matt Forte, and you throw in the ball. You know, it's it's it's, it's got to be frustrating for, for true 49er fans. But you know who didn't forget to run the ball? <laughs> was Seattle? Oh my! Oh, talking now, about ugly dogs. So you know, uh, I was fortunate to possibly uh, sit in Larry Fitzgerald's suite during the game. Did uh, you went to because you went to the game, right? I, yeah, yeah, I, I saw the, the game. Uh, I, saw, fact, I, saw him, I saw him tying his shoe, and then I saw a snap of you taking a picture with him. That's cool, man. Like that was real cool. You know what? I'm tired of the insults. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, like, uh, but anyway, went to the game. Saw the game, and uh, first of all, Russell Wilson had over 120-something yards rushing. And then Marshawn didn't even start the game. He came in later, and what he did, man, I mean, it was like he was playing with little kids. You could see, you know, this, I'm just telling you from my standpoint, and, you know, I support the Cardinals. You know, Mm -hmm. the organization's been good to me lately and stuff like that. Like the guys, and they've been playing some good ball, but those dudes have didn't want any part of what Marshawn was putting out there on them. I mean, Man, I, I saw I saw that um, I saw that video that you put up on the on on our Facebook page of the, the run that he had. Almost I mean, identical. It was it was almost identical, dog. Like man, this dude beasts like this over and over. Doesn't doesn't matter what defense he beasts like this over and over, week in and week out. Now, poor number 26, I know that mm. all week long, 
he will always be remembered in the NFL if he doesn't do anything else because he's like, get off me. <laughs> he, he he is the vine of the week it was what I saw. Yeah. I clicked like five times, dog. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Cat had uh, spike marks all on his chest. <laughs> nah, I would tell you the one. The one that let me know, like, man, wow, really? When, when Russell just... He just bootlegged out. It just had a little bit of space and did one of these. Eh, eh. And I was like, man, dude, it's just so smooth with it. He ain't the fastest quarterback. He ain't the most agile quarterback, but the dude just is a gamer, dude. Hey, but let's not say make it like he's slow either. Cause right, both, right, right. You know what I'm saying. You know. both, him, both him and Kaepernick. Out. I mean, you know, despite what they had, did you see the one run Kaepernick had where he pulled out? I mean, he pulled out like Ben Johnson on steroids. Yeah, he pulled away. He pulled man, away. Man, he was. I mean, actually, he looked like Usain Bolt. And and Russell Wilson did that. And you're talking about he's pulling away from some fe- former SEC defensive backs in the backfield for the Cardinals. I was like, man, I'm looking. Oh. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> my my thing. I was going to ask you though, because I, I the first time, maybe maybe the first or second time, I didn't really see or get it. But when Marshawn was like scoring and he was diving in the air, I didn't really get it at the first time because I just I maybe I just like blinked at it and it's all for a minute. But the whole, you know, grabbing himself like is is what what as a, as a as a as a team as a coach, you know, especially with all the the, the hoopla he's got going on in the media, like he's not talking. Is that do you think that sets? A, a, a presidents to a point like yeah this is I own this field or are you thinking it's, it's like you know that's way out of line I, I'm not really getting your question but I think with him doing it is like get off of him yeah yeah <laughs> I, no, I mean I, I was I was th- seeing it as a sense of like disrespect like is it a disrespectful thing that he's doing you know I do you think, think so. I, th- down the road? I think it's like get off my stuff <laughs> I love it though. I love it. I, I love everything about Marshawn. I love the way he play. I love. I love the the, the media at the end of the game. <laughs> hey, hey, Ray. Thanks for asking about my stomach. Thanks for asking about my stomach. Oh, hey, you know what? My bad. My um, we'll, we'll get to that. My my fault. My fault. We'll get to that. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyway, we gonna move on just for a little bit. We go, we go real quick, real quick. We are gonna talk about you know the offense, defense plays. It you know what, what, what's your what do you what do you think? I mean, you, give me a real quick shot of, of what offensive defensive players of the year. Uh, offensive year, I got to give it to Ar. I Definitely. mean, out of question, Aaron Rodgers, and this is coming from someone that is not a Green Bay fan, but I'm an yeah. Aaron Rodgers fan, and yeah. Aaron has done. I mean. And in one way, I could almost take it to Tom Brady, too, but Aaron's done just a little bit more. But Aaron, I mean, Tom has had just a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I love the way you said that, and I, I feel the same way, especially with A-Rod, because the thing that I like and the reason I pick him is, like, you know, most valuable player. You see how he plays on the field, like the, like he's having fun. It reminds you, like, when you know, when Brett Favre used to play, man, it's like, man, he's just out there just playing, you know, backyard football, man. And I, and I love that about him. That's, that, that's why I kind of went, you know, as my pick. Yeah, and, and I'll say for offense. I'm still not saying for MVP because then okay. uh, the person I would probably go for MVP is J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, oh. has, man, I mean, he's impacted the game in so many different – from special teams to offense to defense because he's had a block kick. 
He's had off, four offensive touchdowns, more than Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, he's had uh, he's had 17 sacks. I mean, he's affected. There's three aspects of the game, and he's affected all three. Bro, I get it, I, and and I, I love that, and because I'm a defensive, you know, I'm a defensive minded guy. But to me, if New England ends up winning the Super Bowl, there's no reason that that, that Tom Brady's not the guy. To me, no, Tom Brady MVP over JJ Watt. I think so. I, I, well, I think they're going to pick off as a player. Over, I, I guarantee. Him and Gronk, yeah, if, if I win the Super Bowl, I'm like, to me, between Gronk and JJ Watt. Who else is all around football player like those guys? Hey, you know, let, let's deal with this because from a some people try to and, and and we've seen this where some guys because of the hue of their skin they've gotten, mm-hmm. but these dudes are legit, like legit, legit. That every everybody is like they're legit. Did you did you just go politically correct on me with the oh the absolutely hue, the hue of his skin? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a new one for me, dog. I had to put that the hue of his skin. I like that, dog. But, but he's a baller. I mean, I mean, I, those dudes. Ain't not, ain't, I'm not taking that away from. If they were in the hood, everybody in the hood would be like, <laughs> just they got number ninety nine. I feel you. No, nah, I feel you. I was just my, my my opinion is it's an offensive game, and that's just that's how I feel about it. So well, man, we're gonna, we're gonna go to break. What? Well, look, look, we're gonna go to break. We're gonna talk about your stomach, and then we're gonna come back back to the man cave, y'all. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. He's still left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Rock so loud and proud you hear it. It's Christmas time. 
That's how we do it in the urban community. You know, we all we got we make everything funky from Christmas to Valentine's Day to your birthday, everything. That's how we do, man. I love that. That's what I love about our culture, bro. It's like we just got it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so we got to talk about your boy Jim Harbaugh, man. Man, is is, is his bags packed right now going to the next game? Or does he wait in a hotel for some, you know, for, for, you know, a meeting? Or he just straight up come with everything packed, you know, get, you know, put his Michigan hat on? Which, I mean, I'm serious. I, like, I, what's, well, what's, what's, what's problem, your problem? I, I really think, well, first of all, you know, when he leaves the game, he comes to the game with what he's coaching on <laughs> his sideline, and he leaves with that same outfit, and that's actually no lie. But because <laughs> when you, every time I've seen him after yeah. a game, that's exactly what he's been wearing. <laughs> yeah, he had his stuff packed up. <laughs> no, he just got a coat. He don't even have a bag. He just coming to coach. He got. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Like, wouldn't that be funny? Like, you know how he used to get off the plane, and then you be you go to his car, and he got a U-Haul like connected to it. No, wouldn't dude, that be funny? <laughs> he, uh, but no, seriously, he be going to Walmart and stuff, getting him some Dockers, and he has the same Forty ers top. He just ran. Oh, yeah. His, it, yeah, his so, wife but, put him on front street. Told me he can't dress. So yeah, but here's the thing. I think going on to this deal with uh, Jim Harbaugh, I think Oakland is very appeasing uh, to him because, and the reason why I say this is because he's a he loves the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he coached at San Diego, he coached at Stanford, so he mm-hmm. likes the state of California. The next thing is they'll assume you know Oakland's about a year or two away from being in L.A. and. Right. He will. He could command and get soul powership. He could be the total tyrant that he is. He can be the next Al Davis of the Raiders. Hmm. Where the Michigan, yeah, you go going home. You're going back to cold, and yeah, you're gonna make eight million dollars. But guess what? He could probably make eight million dollars eventually in, in Oakland. I. I I have to disagree. My my thing is this is a this is an opportunity that only comes once in a lifetime because you know if he doesn't take this Michigan job, somebody else is going to have it, and then that's going to get switched around three or four times, depending on how what coach they get. If I go in right now, I could close out my career probably being the best Michigan coach there. I've got I've got the the brand name there. I've got the the fan base there. I'm going to be the highest paid coach. I'm leaving a job, bro. That's like leaving your job right now. Didn't fire from your job and making more money than the people in your next job. I mean, to me, there's too many ups to, to, to put it on. Oh, it's the West Coast and he likes the, the, the hot weather. I don't think that has that, that holds enough weight for him I, to make a decision. Well, and the other, I think it does. And the other <clears> fact <throat> is recruiting. Once you don't have to recruit anymore, like I, I'm being a former college coach. The one thing I hated recruiting. is recruiting. And yeah. you're going to constantly, like, with the when you do that and you go to the NFL, now especially with the CBA, the guys don't have to come in as much. So you have kind of, even though he's a football guy, mm-hmm. I just I think the recruiting part of it is 
is something that doesn't appeal to him anymore. I always go back to what Vernon Davis said a few few uh, months back in the day. He said, Coach Harbaugh treats us like college kids, and he's used to that. And I think I just go back to that. I think that that's a level that he could just be that the Spurriers, the 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 you know the the the, the, the you know the 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 Sabins, and that he would be in that caliber of coach at a place. Like, imagine Jim Harbaugh sitting in you are you a senior coming out, and Jim Harbaugh sitting in your 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 living room with your mama. But but here, yeah, I wouldn't want. But anyway, <laughs> Jim, <laughs> but no Jim Harbaugh also has been that close to getting the Super Bowl, and he knows mm-hmm. if he had the full power, he yeah. probably could have got that. Because guess what? He never won it as a player. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to have the chance to get it as a coach, and also his brother, yeah. I'm going to tell you, he's a competitor. Yeah. And then his yeah. brother has one. That yeah. does That's- not. I'm I'm just letting you know the type of personality. Yeah, yeah, he had way more talent with the 49ers, and to say that he's got the chance with the Raiders, I, that that he's got a long way coming for that. But, but, and, and, and speaking on a D court, the, the D coordinator will probably be the first person. I think uh, top what's name Sula, he'd be the first guy up for the job to me. I mean, yeah, they're gonna have to do they. Affirmative action interviews, you know they're gonna do that. They gotta bring in a couple black coaches. They gotta they just that's just the league. We call it what it is, but they're gonna bring in some black coaches for some interviews. But to me it's gonna be an it's gonna be an inside job. There's gonna be an inside person that gets that job. Well, be. That, but I going back to it though, with Jim Harbaugh being a competitor, Ray, I just can't I mean, he's a builder and some people like for example with me, back in the day when I played Madden, I didn't actually play as many games as I did Filling my rosters, trading, and having right. that to- to- total control, and right. I could see Harbaugh in real life wanting that. Right, right. Well, well, let's 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 move on because you know that we we still got we got at least another week before we hear some real good news about that. Let's talk about the Manziel. What we call the Manz? I call the Manziel report card. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, it, it is. You know, I, I'm laughing at, in the sense of not like, nah, I won't. You know, I want him to. Fail because I actually really want him to succeed. I actually like Manziel. I liked him in college, and I really like him now. And you know, now that pressure's on him. You, you know, you come out the box with all this, you know, hype and your money, money Manziel throwing it up, making it rain. Well, they making it rain on him in Cleveland. So, well, like, can you finish the the words you just said or two words in Cleveland? And I remember I was like, when the, when they passed him the first time in the draft, I was like, congratulations, Johnny, you miss going to Cleveland. Now he's in Cleveland and it stinks. Cleveland always stinks. That's maybe why they call him the Browns. Yeah, ooh. I mean that ooh. ooh but that's where <laughs> that, that back. I, that I back. mean, but that's I mean, that's a career killer. Who has I mean Joe Hayden has been the most successful modern day Cleveland Brown player to this day. Isn't that sad? There hadn't been an actual true Josh Cribbs too. Josh, I was about to say. I was just about to say that, and that, and he was still on a medium elite level, like in in, in the main team. Couldn't leave there, right? Well, let's but let's let's move on to a, a different team, and somebody's going to have some situations, you know, keeping their superstar Des Bryant happy next year. I mean, that's a man right there. What they say? What 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 did Miss Cleese say? It's a man right there. That's that's Des, and I think they're going to have to franchise him oh, to yeah. keep him. Yeah, I mean, he's a grown man amongst boys out there. He doing what he does. And the thing I like about Dez is he's a consummate competitor. 
He, mm-hmm. I mean, the other typically you get on a receivers because every receiver is open. Every receiver wants the ball, right. but not every he reminds me of Michael Irvin. I mean, he's at the perfect place, the perfect number, same place, same number, and the same attitude when he tries to go and go get it. Yeah. Michael Irvin, and Playmaker was yeah. one of my favorite receivers of all time, mm-hmm. and he's cut from that same cloth. And, and, and speaking of what you just said, being in the right place, being at the right time, making his brand with the, with the same team, our boy, golden boy, Larry Fitzgerald, what do you think is going to happen? First of all, I what I don't want to happen, which I think is going to happen, I think he's going to try to go somewhere else and get a ring. But what I would like to see him happen is just retire a, a Cardinals player because, you know, I mean, he can still retire on top of his prime, and you know how it is in Arizona. There's nothing but Larry Fitzgerald in Arizona. Man, I mean, Patrick Peterson has some appeal, but he is not Larry. Uh, it, like right now, Steve Nash is done. Yep. You yep. know, Charles Barkley, even though, you know, he's done there. Larry would be the only one that would have stayed his whole career and retired. I, I always, bro, you couldn't have said it word for word better than I always say it. As a player, if you spend that much time with one team and become a face of a team for that long, like the Brian Erlackers, like the Michael Strahan's, like the Emmitt Smith, you become the brand name of that. You you break off, but you can always have a life after football because your brand is always set in that state. Once you go and, and, and go to another team and, and you try to, you know, you know, keep keep hope alive, and, and and you play another year here, and another year there. I think you diminish or or you you saturate your brand. Yeah, you, know, you hurt your with, legacy. You know what I'm saying? I think when when Brian stayed here, when Brian Urlacher retired in Chicago, was the best thing he could do because he's still making money now on TV. He's making money just just uh, getting on TV, doing a commercial. You know, being endorsing this, he'll be the next brand underneath Dicker. Michael Strahan is a is a is the best example of that. He stayed in New York and he has become probably one of the top, you know, athletic brands today. Larry Fitzgerald, even though in the Arizona market is not East Coast market, it's not the West West Coast meaning LA market, he can still have a huge impact and make gazillions of dollars. Let me he already has, but he can just still be able to be, you know, have a great life after football. Yeah, because if he goes to New England, which is a reported target place for him, he goes mm-hmm. to New England or he goes even back to Minnesota, it doesn't have, you know, I mean, I don't think his skills have diminished that greatly, but I see him being kind of like Anquan Bolton at this point in his career, but not as physical as Anquan. So it's like, you know, to me, or if you could are willing to take a drastic pay cut, and I'm drastic, which yeah. you made your money. You, you're going to make it up anyway. If I'm him, I'm doing it. But that takes some humble pie. Because yeah. now you've seen, even though I don't think Michael Floyd can hold his jock, but you see Michael Floyd, try, they're trying to put him in a place to be Larry, but he's not Larry. So, right. but, they, but you know what? It, they, if he takes that pay cut, he doesn't just become a player anymore. He becomes an assistant coach like like Lance Briggs did here in Chicago. And and you think about it, like I remember when I was in New York and Pepper Johnson, I remember they, they signed Pepper Johnson. Pepper Johnson was like maybe on his 14, 15 year and they signed him on just to be, you know, to 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 help teach. 
the other, the younger, uh, you know, James Furrier was just coming there, you know, and Mo Lewis was there, and he, they just needed somebody to just to to, to make everybody under everybody just to start understanding from the on the on the field type of strategy, not just in the classroom. And I think that's what Larry would do. You know, he could take that pay cut. They still pay him, and 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 he and he would you know still be in Arizona. But anyway. Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. We're gonna come back to the man cave. Hey, go get some drinks, come back, go get some eggnog, and we'll see you in a little bit. Run so loud and proud, you hear it. It's Christmas time, and we got this spirit. Jack was chillin', the hawk is out, and that's what Christmas is all about. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. It's time for a look at sports from Behind the Lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Thank you, Epiphany. We really appreciate that. You always come through it for us, girl. Epiphany. Anyway. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, Epiphany. That's Good job. Uh, I didn't even know they had words that big for you at, t- at t- Tennessee. Get it out first before you try to make a joke. Um, yeah. And speaking of Tennessee, speaking of Tennessee, my old Tennessee alum, ball teammate, Formal, probably went going down is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the game, and I'll, I'll stand on that. Peyton Manning, Denver Broncos, and this is where I passed. Really, let's go! Oh wow, you going there with it, man? I'm it, just looking at him, and I'm like, something is up. I mean, he he's trying to throw that left ten yard out, and that thing is floating. He's throwing a two and a half ball and throwing picks like he is, and you can 
the game the, the game plan is limited. So either he's injured or there's a lot of soreness, something. I, I, I see he's at that point where he has to accept his strengths and his weaknesses. Mm. And he's never been the strongest arm in the NFL. Never. So, not even ever. so he got a little bit stronger when he came back from the injury. He actually, his second year back, he looked strong last year. He looked probably the strongest he's ever thrown the ball. But right mm. now, it's like he's like <laughs> throwing fits. Yeah. You know, it's he's and he's throwing high picks through them, them balls that are just like floating up there. And I don't know if the it just seems like, you know, either the, the game has gotten faster or he's getting slower in the sense of, you know, being able to 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 release that ball. Like I've I've seen Peyton, I've I've he's like a he's a man, he's a friend, he's a he's a teammate, he's a I mean, every you know, just love him deaf, can't be a better person. But it just this is the first time in my life that I've ever seen Peyton throw a ball and scratch his face up like that. And that's like, you know, me making a tackle and every time I made a tackle, I scratched my whole body up. Cause that meant, you know, something I'm I'm in pain. And he's in, you know, he's on the he's on the fourth quarter two minute drill of the, of his career at this point. You know what I mean? And I don't think it's I don't think it's uh coincidental that, you know, we heard the blurb came out with uh and I don't know if everybody heard this, but uh, there's been talks with, you know, about Peyton and the, 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 the governor of Tennessee going off and buying the Tennessee Titans. So I don't know if that's that type of talk that, you know, because people, you, you know, that just doesn't just pop up in regular conversation, especially when you're still playing and you're still playing for a playoff ring. But the fact that that came out. That means there's been talks of retirement, and you know this is something that's 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 you know that's interesting. You know, I think that I think you know first of all, I, I would be super duper proud of him because you know I always thought that his next move would have been some type of offensive coordinator or head coach. You know, but now to see now he said no, I'm going to take a step up and take a a page out of you know the John Elway book and <laughs> and and go ahead and buy me a team. You know, it doesn't get any better than that, and he I wouldn't expect deeper to John Elway. <laughs> Man, John Elway he, running a team. He owning the team. He owning the team. He said, I'm taking it one notch up. And, you know, I, I think, you know, hearing that, seeing him play, you know, there's there, there's no, there's not, this ain't, this ain't coincidental, man. And, and he's on his, what is he, 14, 15 in the league right now? You know, this is, he's done everything. He can break, he can't break any more records. He can only make them longer and, and more hard for other people to break them. He can't pretty much do anything else at this point because he's not going to, it doesn't seem like he's going to win the Super Bowl right now. And, you know, the team, there are too many teams playing better than the Denver Broncos. So, you know, I, I think this might be, you know, if, if, if again, I say it again, if I, I, I hope he goes out in style. Yeah. And unfortunately, what's going to happen at some point, I don't, He's going to have to go to New England in this playoff. Yeah. And the the Tom Brady legacy grows. Peyton walks off into the walks off into the sunset. And then for people like me that I mean, I like both of them. I respect what both do uh, and their body of works. But at the end, for me and how it's going to end. They're going to say Tom Brady had who left on his team throwing to. Peyton Manning had who. Tom Brady wins with less again. Yeah. And it will always be who's the best, and they'll always be synonymous with each other. And and unfortunately, I I think this whole 
you know, I've seen it. You know, I don't know if you've seen some of the memes. And, you know, they went in on, they went on on Peyton. You know, they had, you know, uh, uh, Peter from Family Guy squeezing the chicken like he was choking him, you know. And, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's like he, he, that is always probably going to, you know, he's, he's always going to carry that around. Kind of like Dan Marino carries around not winning a Super Bowl, too. You know, well, I, I'll say the difference with Peyton, even the one he won. Yeah. Think about this. Did, was it first of all he get, he was given the MVP, mm-hmm. and I really didn't feel like he had won the MVP of that Super Bowl. But did he, did he win the game or did the Bears lose the game? And I really felt like the Bears lost that Super Bowl. So you look at that, and yeah. then you look at the one against New Orleans, yeah. and then you look at the other one. Basically, in key games, what has he done? And I like him, but. Yeah. Hey, hey, he's a record it's machine. Enough, I mean, it is enough. what it is. He's a record individual stat machine. We know that. We and, and I think Alex Smith even gave him a little stab one time and said, "Hey, man, I don't care how much I throw as long as we win." You know, so I, I think I think everybody's just in, on that same you know that same vibe. But before before I know I'm gonna skip around one because I don't want to forget the Pro Bowl selections. I wait before we do that. One thing I'm gonna say. Yeah. Though, Go ahead. I'm gonna say is with that comparison. At the end of the day, it's still going to be who is better, Brady, Brady or Manning. And yep. when it comes down to it, this this season, I think it's going to be the edge that give that gives Brady the edge because it's going to be back to the Definitely. original argument: he Definitely. wins with less. Definitely, I, I I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, man. But the and bro- speaking of that, talk, talking about all the best players in the in, in the league, you know, what what was your thoughts on the Pro Bowl selections? I mean, let's be real. The Pro Bowl has not had the luster that it once had. It's watered down, you know, with, you know, the fans voting on it. So mm-hmm. I think some people, yeah, it, they're just going based off a of name and not necessarily production. And in case you guys don't know, back back when, when, when I was playing, this was a real important thing for us because it was the Pro Bowl selections was was the players. We, we t- before the meeting, they would give us this little report and they would have all the players that was up for the Pro Bowl. And you as the players made your selection. And that's how those guys made the Pro Bowl. And I think now, especially with social media, it's become a popularity contest. And and don't me, I'm not taking anything away from Seattle because they got probably the best defensive backfield that I've seen in years. Three out of the four make the Pro Bowl. That's ridiculous to me. That is. But I think now, it's, can you argue that? No, I'm, that's what I said. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. But what I am arguing is saying, I know Patrick Peterson got to be one of the top one or two defensive backs in the in in the country. No, I mean I mean in the world, literally, and that has ever played the game. This season, was he the best? Like for real, you know. And the fact that he made hold on, let me say this: the fact that he made it, it kind of it kind of disappointed me a little bit because it's like even that fourth guy. For Seattle, I probably had a better season than he did. And and I was, and that's the last thing I said before I let you talk. How if you're gonna if you're gonna let in a Sherman, uh, you know, a Sherman and and and, and all and, and what did I say, a Patrick Peterson, if you're gonna let Patrick Peterson, how do you look over Charles Woodson that had his 60th interception? 60 interceptions, and you tell me that you don't want to vote him in for the Pro Bowl? 
He is the record holding inter- like he is the he's one of the, he he's a Hall of Famer. And this is probably be one of his, you know, last one or two years. I mean, there's no reason why he should not have been in the Pro Bowl. Well, here's the thing, Ray, and this is where I'm going to disagree with you. I think, you know, has Patrick Peterson had the consistency? No, especially since he signed the contract. But at the same time, Patrick Peterson is asked to do way more than a lot of the DBs in the league, and including Richard Sherman. If Patrick Peterson pretty much just had to lay back and play cover three 90% of the time and the pass rush is in there, Ray, you could come back and play corner right now. Oh, but it's called the Pro Bowl 2014. Like, Yeah, and, know, and I'm saying, you, Pro you Bowl, remember, Bowl, Pro Bowl on, Pat, listen, Patrick has had interceptions for touchdowns against the Rams. He had two. Uh, I mean, Patrick has done stuff. He just hasn't done stuff at the Patrick Peterson standard. Right. I, I mean, I think when you see a Sherman and, and Chancellor and those guys, uh, you know, playing like they, they played, and then you give up, you know, Patrick Peterson gives up six touchdowns. Like, hey, I'm a Patrick Peterson fan. I think I think there's if I if I could come back and play the game, I would put his body on. Like he is the ultimate cornerback to me. I'm just speaking of this year. This, yeah, and I'm saying in the, in the NFC this year, <clears throat> you know, yeah, given the touchdowns, but also playing a lot more man and yeah. even doing punt returns and a mixture of other things that he's done. If he's look, still look, look. above, listen, listen, he's still above average. And if if it stopped the other guys from uh, Seattle from coming in, I would agree with you. But they made right. it. To to me, who else? Go through the NFL. San Fran doesn't have any corners. The Rams don't have any corners. The Bears don't have any corners. Detroit doesn't. Green Bay doesn't, really. I mean, Minnesota doesn't. Who else is there left? And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not debating that. I'm saying to, to a point, even like, and I told you, I was a fan of Kyle Fuller when he, the first, the first half of the season was better than Patrick Peters all, his whole season. And if he wouldn't have gotten a little, you know, he got the little hip flexor and that put him, well, I don't know if it was a hip flexor or a hammy or whatever, um, that, that it, it kind of slowed him down a little bit. And then I think he jumped on the bandwagon with the Bears and said, well, the ship's going down. I'm going to just, I'm just going to swim right next to it. But if he would have kept up what he was doing, he had a, he was having a better year than Patrick Peterson. I mean, Patrick Peterson even played the entire year. And then when he did come back, the first two games, he gave him what, three, four touchdowns? So it's like, to me, it's like, okay, I get it. I'm. I, don't get me wrong. Is he the one of the best top three? Of and, and no doubt. This year, you know, I guarantee you, him personally, he's gonna go back and go. I'm not saying it, it, this ain't as bad as Iggy Azalea winning the, the hip hop award, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how. I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm gonna just leave it at that. And and then speaking of that, we're gonna go into a little bit. Talk a little bit about college football because. That was a little bit of scrapping this year. This year, that was a little bit of scrapping in that BYU game. Right. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at Tough the shot. Got it. With two point eight seconds left. To left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we. We cover everything. everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Man, hey, Kevin be hitting it hard. You on point, man. Like, DJ Kevin. Kev, me and my DJ. DJ <laughs> Kev, Vizzle. Yeah, Vizzle, we got to come up with something for him. That's that's so dope. Anyway, um, we're going to talk real quick on this BYU. Man, that, that whole Memphis. Really? Like, how many sanctions? They, they had to be some sanctions. On, like, that was ridiculous. Dudes coming in and swinging on dudes and helmets. and hey, Like, the game over, well bro. BYU. Now, he came and did a LeGarrette Blunt pretty much. And, and my thing is, if it was LeGarrette Blunt or if it was Miami. They would have been dropped. I mean, <laughs> it would. Well, the stuff that would have been said, the, the critique, oh. of, that's, I, I, you know, right is right, fair is fair. Let's have the, the uh, scales of, of balanced here. And I don't really feel that it is. And I saw it. I mean, it it was not just cowardly; it was thuggish. And I mean, on both sides, and I don't care who does it—black, white, purple, whomever. It is. I mean, you gonna get a little rumble, but what they was doing that was straight hood element. Like that was, hood. That was ghetto. I, that was ghetto. I was like, right. And I, and and I and I expect to hear those words in the articles that they write because if that was University of Miami, if that was Alabama, if that was Tennessee, it'd have been thugs. It'd have been. I, I want to hear. I want to hear in those articles that was some ratchetness. I was some ghetto. Like that was some un. That was ridiculous. And the game, like, come on, man, y'all acting like that was a national championship or something. Like, come on, man. Like, really? Yeah, it, it was horrible. So anyway, anyway, we got to move on, man. And uh, I ain't got time for that. That was just uh, what, what old girl say. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. Houston, we got a problem. Jay, I'm gonna let you go first, baby. Houston, we have a problem with uh, Rush Limbaugh. Oh. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. You can follow it on our Facebook page. But Rush Limbaugh has a problem with Adiris. Uh, what's Adiris' last name? Um, it's a has him Has an issue with him being uh, with the Sony leaks when the discussion about him possibly playing James Bond. And Rush Limbaugh having a problem with a black man playing James Bond said it doesn't fit. So it came to me, and I'm like, what about when P. 
people who have played Noah and Moses that All were the in the Bible movies. But oh yeah, Darius Elba. And what happens when someone of a lighter hue, as I said earlier, plays one of the Egyptian roles is no or Cleopatra with Elizabeth Taylor. There's no problem with that. But it's a problem with Adiris. Come on, man. You are you got a problem, Rush. You need my, to shut and, your mouth. Shut your my, mouth. And, and for my female fans, because I know my boy is screwing up his name, it's Idris Alba. The only reason I know this because this is probably the only man that my wife would leave me for. So at the same time, I'm hating a little bit because he get 007, you know, but it is what it is. I, Rush Limbaugh is a jerk for saying what he did. And and, I, and I'm going to change it up because this is, I usually got to go, I got a couple people I want to go in on, but I'm not. I'm going to change the Houston, we have a problem up just because it's Christmas. I have to say it was this young kid in Greensboro, North Carolina, from where I'm from, the borough, representing. He, uh, collects uh, Air Jordans, vintage, vintage Air Jordans. He was in class at his chemistry class, and he's seen this white kid that had some run-over shoes. And he goes to his crib every day, and he's got all the vintage Jordans. Do you know he came to school the next day? First, he Instagrammed the shoes out. Like he saw the guy's shoes. He Instagrammed the shoes with the holes in them. He had He wanted to ask people, how should I do this? So he went to his principal and and put the shoes in the principal's office and said this was a gift from such and such. And now they they road dogs right now. That's that's the type of stuff like you just can't teach. That's character. That's the stuff like when we talk about Houston have a problem. That's because all these people ain't got no character. They just do stupid stuff. This is a great story at this time of the year. So I applaud that little that young brother for that. That's what's up. That's yeah. I, I like to hear stuff like that, man. That's what's up. Um, well, we got. We got. I got to run, man. We got to run. We got to hit these. Uh, we got to hit these games. Going. Yeah, we're going so, big this time. All right. Yep. So first game we have Cleveland versus Baltimore. I got to go with the Ravens, man. I think. I think Manziel and them are still struggling. Yeah. I. I have to go with B more as well. Cowboys uh, and the Redskins. Cowboys and the Redskins. I'm going. Wow. I'll go with the Cowboys. You know you got to go with the boys right now. Man, the Colts and the Titans. So both of us going with Dallas? Going Both going with Dallas. Okay, Colts and Titans? Colts and the Titans. I'm going with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts, even though they stunk it up last last week. Okay, another stanky game. Saints and the, Bo- and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay got the first-round pick, and they <laughs> got it. So I was going to bring that up, dude. I'm like, what's the point? Just go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just freestyle and do what they want to do and get the first pick. I'm yeah. gonna go so I'll, I'll, go with ten, I'll go with New Orleans. I'll go with Don't the same too. Eagles and, and, and New York Giants. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with Philly. Man, that's all right. Same, same here. Eagles. Man, the Bills and the Patriots. This will be a good game. Mm, I'm going with New England. I, I, I agree. Same. Jaguars and the Texans. Ooh. Uh, Stanky. I'm going with Texans. Yeah, me too. Same. Chargers in Kansas City. Ooh, that's a good game. That's, that's This will be a, a heck of a game for them. They'll come down and run a game. I'm going to KC. Got to go with KC. Charles is a beast. Jets and Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going with MIA. Miami. I got to go with Miami too. Uh, our beloved Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. Toilet Bowl. Um, 
It's at Chicago. Or no, it's at Minnesota. It's at Minnesota? Uh, yeah. I am going to go. Teddy Bridgewater has been playing. Why not? Going, going with the Vikings. Raiders and Broncos. Um, The Broncos. I got going with the Broncos too. 49ers and the, and the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals. Arizona, man, we got we we t- we tip for tat. Lions and Green Bay Packers. Ooh, now this one gonna be a heck of a game. I think Detroit might shot. This is gonna be. I'm I, gonna I totally Detroit. agree with you. I I go with you, Lions too, bro. Seahawks and the Rams, man. Let's let's just call that what that is. Seattle. Seattle on that one. Falcons get beat twice by the Rams. Nah, nah. Falcons and the Falcons and the Panthers. Uh, I'm gonna go with Cam. Oh, Cam. Cam. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Julio Jones and the Falcons, so I'm going to stick there. Okay. Bengals and Steelers. Steelers. I go with the Steelers, too. And I just wanted to say one thing I don't understand. to the, Again, bringing back the Pro Bowl selections, why Russell Wilson wasn't in that pick. I'm sorry. Just, just don't, I just don't, don't get it. He's, he's the complete guy right now. He's doing the best. He, he doesn't lose games. You you don't see like Seattle losing because Russell Wilson just threw a whole bunch of picks and yeah. turned over the ball. I mean, half the time he's creating stuff. You yeah. don't even know how good his O line is or isn't. Because you because you're still trying to stop him. You don't know. Yeah, you, you, you watch out for Marshall. Yeah, I agree. Well, bro, hey Jay. Man, I'm glad you're in the city. I hope we can meet up, man. And I'm glad you're in the Chicago. Got here safe. I want to tell all of our Man Cave fans and friends and family, we thank you for your support. We thank you for your prayers. We thank you. We hope everybody is safe and has a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. I hope everybody gets what they want. But most of all, I hope everybody has good health. And I see you next year. Yeah, um, we still. So one of the things I like to thank is, first of all, Kevin and John Chambers and all the people behind the scenes, and Junior, uh, and, and yourself, Ray, and uh, Ashley, for allowing you to go downstairs in your man cave without beating you, like in color purple, um, to go in and uh, just really thankful with the ability to see my family for the first time being home in seven years, you know, the things that really matter. So, I, you know, um, it, it's been fun doing this show this season, not like, we're we're at midpoint, you know. We're not even at the end or the kind of the first quarter, third of the year with yeah. with, with the show. So, uh, just want to thank everyone, Voice America, for supporting us and really ready to get forward to these playoffs and Super Bowls and uh, being on Coke machines with Ray instead of you know putting my putting myself sticky pictures on there and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but and all I, hey, and I, like I said, I hope everybody. I hope everybody stays safe and God bless everybody. Hope see you all next year. See you next week too, though. Peace Peace. out. Merry Christmas. Jesus is the reason. All right. We're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of the man cave with JD Harris and Ray Austin on the voice America sports channel. See you soon.